Um, Joe Biden, I mean, you know, is he going to really help with oil and gas prices after he, he said he was going to put the oil companies out of business? Mm-hmm. He nixed the Keystone pipeline thing. Uh, he had already made uh, the Saudi folks mad before he went there. They actually cut the spigots back yeah. by mega barrels. Is he going to have to deal with uh, uh, the nutbag in uh, Venezuela? Uh, what gives? But forget about that because that's such an important issue to Americans. But Joe knows one that's even more important. And boy, he's rock solid on this. First bill that I will send to the Congress will be to codify Roe v. Wade. And when Congress passes it, I'll sign it in January, 50 years after Roe was first decided the law of the land. A lot of people don't want to admit it. You know, economists look at it, though, and, and they're like, nothing brings down the inflation like killing babies. Hmm. No, maybe that, not. Work? I don't, no, I don't think no. so. No. Nothing brings down the cost of oil like killing babies. No, but it's a distraction. Uh, nothing stops war like between Russia and Ukraine like killing babies. Oh, no. It's still not working? Oil is, in fact, part of the problem there. So yeah. I don't know. But, I mean, yeah. it's one of the – this issue seems to energize him and the other people that are supporting him. Well, he's saying he, – he is telling people, remember what it felt like on that day when they overturned Roe v. Wade and then go vote. I mean, that's just – he's really – they're really tapping that's funny, into that That's funny because I remember it yep. the other way. Yeah? Yeah. When Roe v. Wade became law and I was about, what, 11 years old? Uh-huh. You ask my mom, we go, what's that all about? Oh, if you're pregnant, you can go to the doctor and they can end your pregnancy. Yeah. You mean you're going to kill the baby, Mom? Mm-hmm. Yes, son, that's what it means. Yeah. Wow. Now, at that point, when we had that conversation, mm-hmm. I didn't know that I had a half-brother. Wow. Who was, who was alive and well because my mother made the sacrifice to give birth to him and then because she was a single mother, mm-hmm. put him up for adoption so that a loving family could adopt him. And that actually turned out to be a, an amazing family. Four beautiful, healthy kids. I can't even keep track of how many grandkids now. Mm-hmm. I'm ser- And I'm not exaggerating. I mean, successful, loving, awesome people. That would not be here. Mm-mm. Yeah. No. So anyway, uh, there's that. Thanks, Brandon. <laughs> um, and then there's the Second Amendment. And how many of us have, you know, made the point on the air how gun-free zones don't work, that the psycho killer uh, weirdos, they are calculating, yet they're, they're, well, they're weasels. They are the most cowardly people. They're looking for the easiest targets, shooting kids. Mm -hmm. So we talk about these gun-free zones, how they're not effective, in fact, may actually invite opportunity to weirdos. Right. Why would there be a rule that you couldn't carry your concealed weapon if you want to see the governor? Mm -hmm. And that apparently is the rule now. Is that a sitting governor-type rule? It doesn't seem like it gets talked about much. Now, I know, according to a news article I read, that the governor went to other events in other places to help Uh, Republican candidates in those places, and Turning Point was a sponsor. And at those events, you couldn't have ammunition, knives, weapons, firearms, and they specifically said even concealed weapon. Apparently, Mm. it's the same rules that are going to be in effect 
with a black tie blue jeans barbecue in the city of Alachua. Right. I First of all, I want to make everybody aware that as of right now, that's the rule. I also want to let people know that I don't know uh, if the governor knows that or if the governor has complete control over that. Right. Kind of like Secret Service protects the president and mm-hmm. they're, they're, you know, national security and other things. They're, they're going to have some leverage to make certain calls and have a certain agenda fulfilled for safety reasons. But this is a governor who really is all, we feel like, is all about the Second Amendment. So we're wondering, well, you know, what's going on? And, and I think all we really want, we want some answers for one thing. Mm-hmm. Because here's my fear. The left is going to just try to make a huge deal oh. about how, you know, the hypocrisy. Oh, you know, when there's a mass shooting, those lives aren't as important as the governor's right. life. You know, everywhere else should be, you know, a gun-carrying zone, except when he's in uh, a location. Mm-hmm. Even in his own office, I, I read that you could carry in his office. Hmm. So I don't know what the agenda is or what the deal is, but we're trying to find out. Right. We're trying to find out because well, I think it's going to negatively impact him if, you know, if we don't get some clear answers on that i know and we want to know well we'd, we'd love to know who's making this decision some of your most active political people on the conservative side are huge supporters of the second amendment they're huge that's one of the reasons why they're so active so we're, we're going to try to find out what we can it, it is a sold-out event by the way it, it, there was absolutely no issue uh trying to fill seats with the governor he is a rock star there's no doubt about it, and we love him, and we think he's doing a great job. Just this does seem a little bit inconsistent, and and we're going to try to find out more. But you know, look, I, the event's Thursday night. Yeah, it's here. Very much yeah. looking forward to it. Have to say though that I was a little bit taken back by that when I first heard it yesterday. I was like, hmm, yeah, I wonder what what's going on there. And, and all they have to do is simply, you know, put put out a statement or or address it in some way, shape, or form. It doesn't appear that that's occurred effectively. Right. In my opinion. Mm-hmm. You know, who makes this rule? At whose direction are they, are they doing this, setting up metal detectors? At whose direction? Who said you need to do this? Right. Now, look, I said he's a rock star, and he is. And, and Greg knows this because he knows rock stars, especially like in the Christian mm-hmm. uh, music industry. Um, what's the thing that they call when you make a contract and you say, yeah, I'm going to pay you $10,000. You're going to come in here and you're going to play what they call it, a rider. Mm-hmm. And in the rider, oh, the musician the will make specific. I want this much amplification. Yep. I want this kind of food served. Mm-hmm. I demand this, whatever it is, size of stage. It's all in there. It's all in there. Yeah, And they some of them make. More outrageous demands yes. than others. Most of them, though, are just they're funning sometimes, mm-hmm. yeah. like no brown M and M's or something like that. Right. Remember that? Yeah. Now, is that like the rider? Like you want the governor? Here's some stipulations. Mm-hmm. How much of a role does he play in this? Right. If a lot any. of times they don't. They, well, it's, it's I mean, their once, management. Yeah. I, look, I can hear I can hear people listening going, "Oh well, uh, he is the governor. He's like the chief dude in the state. Mm-hmm. The buck stops with him. Right. He must know it's going on, and he must be okay with it, or he'd do something about it. It might be that simple. It might not. 
Well, I'll give you an example because you use the music industry. Uh, there was an artist traveling, and she was amazed how everywhere she went, there was like this beautiful china. And the, I mean, it wasn't the, you know, typical, you know, quick catering behind the yeah. stage. It was just luxurious. And she wondered why. And she finally, why was it so consistent? Turns out one of her people had just copied the writer from another artist. Oh. And that was in their writer. Now, you got the venues going, man, she is so snobby. She right. has, you know, it made her look bad, but she wasn't even aware of it. May or may not be the case. We don't know yet. We'd like to know. We That's inquiring minds on the Bob Rose Show want to know. Hey, you know that it really is Bidenflation. When even the far left NPR is calling it such, and they're saying that uh, you know Biden inflation is not just busting budgets, but it's killing joy. Oh. I mean, that's that's bold. Yeah, yeah, that's really bold. For them. That's saying something for NPR, isn't it? Yeah, it is. They say it like this. Of course they do. We'll be right back after a quick word from our sponsors, and we're going to go kill some joy. And eat some Cheerios. (laughs) News Talk 97.3 The Sky. Hang on.